up, my lovelies? Welcome back to Relentless. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> I know this podcast drops on Thursday, and I was thinking, okay, maybe I should say happy Thursday, but I'm recording on a Tuesday, but maybe you're listening on a different day. So whatever day it is for you, hello. I hope you are doing great, happy, healthy, and I hope you've had a great sleep last night because I had a very hard time sleeping last night. I made a mistake. I had coffee very, very late yesterday. And so I was up until 2 a.m. And it was not cute. <laughs> and so I got up very late this morning as well. I got up at maybe 10 o'clock, which is unusual. I am up very, very early, five, six o'clock at the latest. And yes, so, but I'm feeling better. I've done a lot of things already. I've meditated. I wrote on my journal. I've had breakfast. I had a little bit of coffee. So I am feeling good to go. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I want to say, I want to say a special thank you to anybody who has downloaded an episode because I received an email, I think it was last week or two weeks ago that we've had 50 downloads so far, which is amazing. And I think that's just from one platform. I looked at my email just today and it said I have like another 10 downloads. Again, not really, I'm not really paying attention to the numbers. Maybe someday I'll take a look at the analytics and see where we're at. But right now, I'm not concerned about the numbers. But I thought I'd give you a shout out. Also, I was inspired by somebody. I There was this woman on Instagram, and she's a creator as well. And she, you know, when you kind of look back, and now she has hundreds of thousands of, of subscribers, and she's, it's the journey. I think I'm, I'm sharing this with you so that maybe someday we can all look back <laughs> and see how far we've come. So it's not, it's never about the number. I hope to never care about the numbers. It's the journey that hopefully someday we can all look back and walk down memory lane, <laughs> if you will. Okay. I started Relentless because I want to pass along good ideas. I want to help people. That's all. That's really it. Instagram captions can only go so far and speaking to you directly and taking you behind the scenes are much more personal. So thank you once again for being here. I don't take it lightly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you're listening on YouTube, please subscribe to my channel. I do plan on making relentless a video podcast in the future. Also, I'd love to involve you in planning the next episodes. I'd love to ask you questions. I'd love to have you ask questions and submit topics. So I invite you to join the club on Instagram. Our handle is the relentless pod, the relentless pod. Okay. And if you want to follow my coaching account, you'll find me there too. Okay, today we are talking about friendship breakups, unhealthy relationships, and crazy makers. And the TLDR is sometimes they are one and the same. But let's talk about crazy makers first. What are crazy makers? First, I learned this idea from the book I talked about, I think it was last week, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. So check it out. 
I am a third way through the book. I would say, again, I'll give you a full breakdown later on, but let's talk about crazy makers. What are they? What are crazy makers? Before I tell you, let me give you one little disclaimer. Crazy makers are not crazy people. They are not bad people either. Okay, so let's make that clear. Crazy makers, not crazy, not bad people. Sometimes they're actually good people. According to Julia, crazy makers are people that create storm centers. They are often charismatic, charming, inventive, and persuasive. And then she adds, they are charismatic, but out of control, long on problems, and short on solutions. I'm going to pause right here because I want you to think about it. With that definition, do you already know who the crazy makers in your life are? Or are you the crazy maker in your own life or maybe in other people's lives? You got to be honest around here. (laughs) Okay, crazy makers sometimes take over your whole life. They drain your energy and maybe even your resources. And all in all, they stop you from achieving your dreams. Crazy makers love drama. They think the world revolves around them. They are complainers and pessimists. Crazy makers are everywhere. Sometimes they are easily recognizable because they are obviously destructive. For example, if someone is verbally unsupportive to you, if someone were to tell you, well, you can't do that or you're too old, what are you doing? It's obvious. Other times, their crazy making skills are subtle. Perhaps they don't even notice it and you don't even pick up on it. What does that mean? Perhaps they mean well. Again, sometimes they're good peeps. For example, let's say you share a dream with a friend or, some t- or something you're working on and they give you well-meaning mean- well though unsolicited advice. Maybe they give you a constructive criticism or they unknowingly impose their fears on you. Or there's a sliver of doubt in their response. It's harder to tell that they're crazy makers because it's so subtle. A word to the wise, tell your friends what you're working on after it's done. Unless you're doing research or you know their advice would be helpful, don't tell them. Why? Because you also don't know what you're doing. You're still figuring it out. So you don't need the noise of the outside world. What you need to do is to focus. And you can't do that if there are too many opinions. Too many chiefs. When I started Relentless, I didn't tell my friends until the first episode dropped. I sent them a text with a link and that's that. I said, I started a a podcast. Here's Here's episode one. Here you go. When I started another business many years ago, I only told one friend when I closed my first deal with my supplier. And I told the rest of my friends when my product went live. When you're starting anything, again, you don't know what you're doing. There are so many moving pieces, so there really is nothing to tell. So why not just tell them when there is something to tell? If I'm talking to a friend and they ask what's up, what's new, sometimes I'll say, I'm working on something new. I'll tell you more when I know more. And they respect that, and I love them for it. And I only say that to friends I trust. So be careful what you say, to whom, and when you say it. Remember, a crazy maker or crazy makers are, are everywhere. They can be in-laws, bosses, coworkers, friends, or maybe 
you sleep next to them at night. That's right. Your spouse, maybe one of your crazy makers. <laughs> According to Julia, crazy makers have destructive patterns that make them poisonous. Here's what you need to know about crazy makers. They break deals and destroy schedules. They show up very late and they expect you to cater to them. Do you know people like that? They expect special treatment. They want you to meet them on their side of town. They discount your reality, AKA they gaslight you. Or maybe they wanna do things even after you've told them you have a deadline or you're working on something important or you have family obligations and they still insist to see you. They violate your boundaries. I had a crazy maker before who would still call me late at night after telling him I had a boyfriend. He was a friend and for a long time I was single and you know, I was single, he was single and we, we were friends. So sometimes I'd talk to him late at night. And when I got into a relationship, I told them, hey, you can't call me. I mean, call me at a decent hour, I'll pick up, but don't call me late at night. I'm in a relationship and he still would call me. And I had to tell him two to three more times. So be careful of people violating your boundaries. Crazy makers also spend your time and money. They triangulate those they deal with. One of my other crazy makers in the past was also a friend, a very good friend. And we have a common friend who at the time I wasn't speaking with. And he, and it's happened several times, he'd say something like, I talked to said friend and she told me, and then he'd pause. Then he'd say, oh, never mind. I don't want to say anything. If you don't want to say anything, don't say anything. You're just causing trouble. You're causing drama. But I didn't take his bait. <laughs> I said, okay, cool. I don't want to hear it anyway. I didn't say that part, but in my, in my mind, I was thinking about it. Okay, what else? Crazy makers are expert blamers. They create drama, but seldom, seldom where they belong. Maybe someone want, likes to talk about themselves when they know you're dealing with something important. And again, they make it about them. They hate schedules except their own. Ooh, I know somebody like that. <laughs> they hate order. And finally, they deny that they are crazy makers. AKA, again, gaslighting. Maybe they'll say something like, oh, I didn't say that. When you both know they did. And they're trying to discount your reality. Some people choose to stay involved with their crazy makers, knowing they're crazy makers. Why? Because they benefit them too. They benefit them too. The same people or the same reason why people cheat when they can leave. Have you ever thought about that? Maybe we can talk about cheating in another episode. But why do you think people cheat when they can leave? Well, one reason is there's still something in their current relationship that benefits them so they don't completely let go. What else do people get from their crazy makers? Perhaps a codependent relationship. Perhaps the drama. Remember, crazy makers love drama and some people love people who love drama. Say that three times fast. 
Some people love people who love drama. <laughs> I can't do it more than once or twice. Okay. Or maybe they like the feeling of being needed, especially for people who like projects, aka fixer-uppers. Hmm. Something to think about. Okay, let me ask you again. Knowing what you know now, who are your crazy makers? And it's important to be able to pinpoint them, write their names down on a piece of paper, and figure out what you want to do with them. Do you want to keep them in your life or do you want to get rid of them? If you want to get rid of them but can't because they're family, maybe they're your parents, their in-laws, set some boundaries and stick to them. Thank you for the invitation, but we can spend Thanksgiving at your house. We're having Thanksgiving at home. It's firm. It's polite, right? You got to live life for you. I want to say something else, but let's, let's protect our people. <laughs> Sometimes you don't necessarily need to end the relationship, but you sort it out. Put it into a different box. I had a crazy maker in the past who definitely put herself first in everything she did and not in a good way. She even threw me under the bus before. Still, I didn't want to end our friendship completely then because I always remember the good in her. This was many years ago that it happened. And I am someone who sees the good in people and I definitely saw the good in her. Still, regardless of the things that she did, she was very thoughtful and we had a great time hanging out. What I did was I kept my distance. I still talked to her here and there, but I pulled back a lot. And when we talked, it was very casual. I didn't share my deep, dark secrets or dreams or anything important. Today, she's still in my life. She's grown. I've seen her growth, which is amazing. But I still see remnants of her old self, which is good too, right? It's good too. We're looking for progress, not perfection. And I like the relationship that we have now. Would text now and then if I'm going hiking. Sometimes I'd invite her to come. If I'm in her city, sometimes I'll shoot her a text. Our relationship had transformed. We now have a very purposeful relationship and it's great. We have a great time when we see each other. Other than that, we live our best lives individually. Now, sometimes you do have to end the relationship whether this is a romantic relationship, a friendship, a platonic relationship, sometimes you have to end it. And I'd like to add to Julia's list earlier, and it's this. Crazy makers bring out the worst in you. One of my crazy makers is slash was a friend. And I say is because in my heart, he's still my friend. And if he called tomorrow, I'd pick up, but maybe not because I deleted his phone number and I wouldn't know it was him. <laughs> this friend I'm referring to, I've known for 15 years. I love him to pieces. I really do. And I still do. And I think about him and pray he's well. And he's a good person. He's a great friend. But there were times where he brought out the worst in me. I don't fight with my friends. He's the only friend I fought with. I don't yell at my friends, but I've yelled at him. I don't curse at my friends, but I've cursed at him. And I didn't like it. More importantly, that's not who I am. So I ended our friendship. Now, looking back, I can confirm he loved the drama. He loved it. 
He's the same person I mentioned earlier, the one who used to say, oh, I talked to so-and-so and she told me something, but I don't want to tell you. Like, what? Okay. We need to be braver in ending relationships that don't serve us, no matter if we're in a long-term relationship or married to this person. The vows you left at the altar may not be serving you anymore. I don't believe that the goal of a relationship should be to be together until the end of time or to stay together for the kids. You have one life. One. Just one. If you're with someone who doesn't support you, undermines your capabilities, doesn't carry their weight, drains the life out of you, or hinders your growth, please get out. Please get out. Do yourself a favor and get out. Too many people, too many great people are in relationships they shouldn't be in anymore. People whose lives would be better off without their partners. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but let me tell you, if you're in a dying or a dead-end relationship, I want you to know there is a whole new, big, beautiful world out there. And if you need help, you know where to find me. I've done it. I can help you. <laughs> all right, my loves. I hope you enjoy the episode. Like, comment, subscribe. Do all the things. I'll catch you next time. Stay gorgeous and make it a great day. Bye.